Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. This is Paige, the co host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving Olive in June. Olive in June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. If you have not seen Wrestle Kingdom 17, I am here to tell you today you probably should watch it. Because on that show, you are going to see Will Ospreay versus Kenny Omega. A match so good, even though it happened in January 2023, people still walked around going, I'll tell you, that's probably match of the year. It's also bonkers in many ways, because you could describe this as an Omega squash match when he took this poor British man and just absolutely beat the piss out of him. To the point, it was like, this is just... A little bit uncomfortable, started to make me feel all oogly-boogly. There was a story here, though, that many people decided to ignore, which is kind of always the same with AEW, because there is one thing about All Elite Wrestling that everybody gets wrong. Why? It's why (laughs) I screwed it up. Because for starters, look at what happened here. Kenny ripped on Will Ospreay for months, being like, who's this guy? I'm absolutely going to whip his ass. Until they got in the ring, and he was like, well, you know, I've definitely got the skills. But when it comes out to all athleticism, maybe, just maybe, this individual is a little bit superior to me. Therefore, he was going to try something different, which was taking Ospreay's head and spinning it open like an orange. And the blood flowed, and once again, I started to feel very, very awkward. I don't want to see this on my TV, which is not true. I watched it like it was some kind of detective novel. It was absolutely intriguing. Baker also took it on himself here to remind you about his tagline of being the best bout machine. When a lot of fans stroked their non-existent beers and started to ponder to themselves, well, if he's doing this in New Japan, why the flub isn't he doing it in AEW? Because let's not pretend otherwise. Even though ever since Kenny Omega has come back to the company and reformed the elite with the Young Bucks and had a bunch of great trios matches, when it does come to his single competitive bouts, well, really, that's where the man totally flies. We've already presented Exhibit A, but there's loads where that came from. So I'm going to reach into my sack and show you right now. And yes, that sounded terrible. But really, this came down to necessity. Because do not forget the cleaner had to take 12 months off professional wrestling because he had to recover from his injuries. So when he did return, I'm sure he had two things in his head. One, there's no need to go 100% right now because we have all the time in the world. But also, two, this ties into the story. You can be all like, oh my gosh, I have been away so long. How will I ever get back to where I once was? And then you build and you build and you build the build, and eventually you do return to that top spot. 
and everybody loses their mind. And look what happened too. As soon as this group had lost the trio's championships, all of a sudden Don Callis was back in the fold. All of a sudden Kenny Omega and Hangman Adam Page were kind of at odds. And my word, everything with the Young Bucks going to the local medical facility, it just made your brain click into gear and say, well, I think Ken's about to be a singles guy again. The point is that you have loads of people shouting, AEW doesn't do narratives, they don't do tales. And yet there is one here literally happening in front of your eyes and you just choose to ignore it. And I know it's a little bit nuanced and it's a little bit under the radar, but isn't that great? They're not insulting your intelligence. I mean, Omega has recently got into it with the Blackpool Combat Cub 2, which means we may actually about to see Brian Danielson versus Kenny Omega part two. And if all of a sudden at one point he does reunite with Hangman and we can do more tag team matches between those two, well, that's going to hit your nostalgia gland right in your tum-tum. And that is nuts. When it comes to AEW, how can we have nostalgia for a promotion that's only been going four years? So talk about killing two birds with one stone. And given that he is feuding with the BCC, you could do some more stuff with John Moxley. And do you know how that ties in as well? Who was the last guy, as of me talking to you, to defeat Mox? It was Hangman Adam Page. What wrestler has Kenny Omega always struggled to beat for the one, two, three? you're not saying John Moxley right now, I don't really think you're following along with the video, which is okay, I still love you. So this is like flipping Tetris, especially because if Kenny and Adam do start hanging out more, Paige can be a bit like, do you remember the last time we were a pairing? Everybody thought you were better. Well, look at my recent win-loss record. Buddy, I've got you beat. This is just so much more interesting than Kenny Omega coming back all out and going, oh, I'm going to do the same old thing again. Especially because when it does come to this man, he can somehow turn it on and off like a light switch. Like if he wants to go 700 miles per hour, if he can, then if he wants to do more of a character match, he can do that too. And I said this in another video recently. It's why he's a generational talent. I ain't hearing anything else. There is a reason when all of a sudden the Cowboy and Omega have started hanging out again. And really it comes back down to their match at All Out 2021. Because what does Ken keep referencing on Dynamite and BTE? The fact that he can't go back and watch this fight. And why? Because he's lost. So he's sad about it. Absolutely a sticking point that eventually will be revisited. But also look at both their character arcs. They've had ups, they've had downs which is ironic given that I'm saying it. They have been on roller coaster rides. They've been at the bottom of the barrel and they've been at the top. And while that may not happen every single week to week, it is there staring at you. And I actually think it's quite deep storytelling. And sure, to some, this will be over the top nonsense and you're perfectly allowed not to like it. But you can't come in my house and tell me that this hasn't been planned for years. I don't believe it. And I'm convinced that Tony Khan wrote this down on a piece of paper yonks ago. And now we're watching it play out in real time. And there have been some pivots because that's just the way with professional wrestling. But these two are just intrinsically linked. And if you haven't already realized this, I super duper love it. That's right, not just love it, not just super love it, super duper. We also began to rev Kenny up again in singles competition because he had that ridiculous match with Vikingo, which was like watching two aliens wrestling on the moon. But at the same time, where is Hangman Adam Page in the card right now? He's at the top. It also continues as well because we do have this issue with Don Callis. Because as long as he does hang out with Omega, you do have to ask the question, well, is he a good guy? Is he a bad guy? And if he does want to be on a full baby face, does he have to kick Don to the curb? I mean, once again, we have started to tease that, but at the moment, we just don't know. Ultimately, all of this is heading in a direction that fans have been begging for since the end of last year, which is a good thing. And I don't think we're anywhere near done with this. 
and the twists and turns are still going to smack us right in the face. So it absolutely means something. And given that professional wrestling never ends and just goes day to day to day, and week to week to week, and month to month to month, and year to year to year, I think one of the things that All Elite Wrestling has decided to do is take their narratives and elongate it in a similar fashion. And of course, you're still going to have to have conclusions and you're still going to have to have comeuppances. But when you can keep it going in this kind of vibe, well, it makes AEW feel unique. When it comes to wrestling companies, my jove, we need that. And there are negatives here because, of course, there's negatives and positives to everything in life. But when it does flash back into action, like all of a sudden seeing Hangman and the Elite back in the ring together, staring each other, don't pretend you don't start to do backflips. Don't pretend you don't start to feel warm and fuzzy in your tum-tum. I mean, everybody lost their mind when it did happen, both online and in the arena. So sometimes we just need to practice patience. Cross your arms and let's use that ridiculous cliche, let it all play out. So in summary, yes, AEW does have stories and that doesn't mean that you have to like them, but they are there and they are staring you right in the face. It just means that sometimes they're not overly obvious. And what did we see the other day? We saw Brian Danielson take a screwdriver and try and, I don't know, unscrew Hangman Adam Page's eye from his face. When I was a young boy, that's all I wanted from professional wrestling. So I'm flipping living the dream. What I really think it comes down to is that some people have just decided that they're never going to get on board with All Elite Wrestling. So they go into their fictional pocket and they come up with criticisms that don't actually exist. And now look, once again, it's not a perfect company. There are certain things you can throw shade at, but not having narratives and not having tales and not having stories. I'm not having it, man. There's stories coming out the whim-wham. I don't even know what that means. Ultimately, I'm just going to be the guy that I always am and tell you that positivity is the greatest way to live your life and you should just enjoy wrestling for what it is. I mean, when you do break it right down, it is just a bunch of boys and girls rolling around in a ring, fighting in their pants. If you do take it too seriously, well, I think we as a human race are absolutely doomed. I permanently. Now, please do leave a comment below, and I know this one's going to go crazy, so look, you're allowed to present your opinion, but be nice and respectful to everybody else, because don't forget, if your opinion counts, so does somebody else's. Before you do, click one of the videos on the screen and see where it takes you. It will just be another What Culture Wrestling video. You can also like the video, share the video, and subscribe. We'd appreciate that. Plus, we have a website. It's called whatculture.com, and we're on social media, WWE and SimonMiller316. So if you do want to come yell at me directly... I just gave you the pathway. My name is Simon Watt Culture. Thank you very much for joining me as always. And just for clarity and just for balance, I think WWE is telling amazing stories. I think AEW is telling amazing stories. And I tell you this too. Go and watch Impact Wrestling. They tell fabulous stories all of the time. And some of them are completely wild. Which is the same for NXT 2.0. That is the most bizarre show on television And yet now I look forward to it every single week. Because it's wrestling people. We can have fun with it and we can approach it in our own special way. Right, I'm done. That's enough ranting and raving from me. Have a great day. See you soon. Mom deserves the best. And there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.